Welcome. We've already got tech problems. Clearly the doom is upon us. I thought it was just going to be me with my lingering cold and my frustration with the rom-coms and the, well, it's mainly my lingering cold and I'm not feeling terrifically good. And now down there in the down under, Kiltz is having internet problems again. You all remember what we had to do uh, two, three episodes ago when um, her internet was so bad we've had to caption it. <laughs> I think right, what, what we're going to do right now is I'm going to talk to you all who are there in the chat. Um, hi, Mel. Please, yes, send St. Michael to intercede for us. Uh, and maybe we can, I don't know, we can test out the super chat. You guys can give me pennies and see whether or not the super chat in um, unauthorized works. But we've got, oh, okay. Kilt says she's she should be back in. I don't see her yet in my Skype. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna turn on the the uh, shared video yet until I can see her again. Let me see. Nope. I don't see. I don't see her again. It says she says as soon as she calls the internet company, the 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 uh, Wi-Fi comes back. So we're clearly we're clearly in for a wild ride tonight with exactly the topic that we've been planning on talking about, which is the doom of the West and how to solve that. Um, I can't, I, I, she, I can't see you yet. Let me tell you, I can't, I can't see, can't see you yet. Um, so here, who is here? We have five watching, which one of which is counts as me. So that means Mel, Aloha. Ethers are howdy. Ethers are help us, help us. We are in internet um, hell right now. Um, Isaiah and Annie Z. Good evening. Well, welcome. Um, and hoping that Kilt shows up soon. Soon. She's typing. She's typing. This is the internet, and and you can hear the kitchen noises in the background of my my home setting too. So you know exactly where my. I can't see the meeting in Skype. Hmm. Okay, so you're going to get to watch me try to fix this Skype meeting. Ringing the group. Ring, ring, ring. She has joined. This is okay. I think she's there. Right. So, without further ado, welcome to the Doom of the West. And we'll do the intro now because, you know, then it like looks like we kind of planned all of this. I don't know. It was really doom-like. Don't leave, kilts.
look, she's here. She's here. She's here. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> we have, no, we have really got to stop being so completely in sync with the theme of our episodes and having our internet match it, right? So we need to we need to pick happier topics because we're clearly going to keep getting demons <laughs> if we say, oh, we're going to talk about the doom, the gloom, the failures. Okay, so... Uh, paper all falling apart. <laughs> oh, no. Here, <laughs> paper-eating paper bear is, in fact, claiming responsibility here. Indeed, t'was the angels of the internet allowing me to be here on time that we were clearly held up so that Paper eating bear could get here. <laughs> well, okay. Paper eating bear is an optimist. <laughs> this is not going to be an optimistic stream. We are, it's like Vox has been doing some very heartening streams the last few days, saying, you know, burn, be the light, be happy, break the spells. And I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm really not feeling it. Abandon hope. I just, I don't even know where to, to start with how. I, I, I've, been, I've been having to sit on my hands a lot. You know how it goes, right? It's like you yes. get in a mood like this. It's yes. like, the, the, you know what the problem with being a public person is? Professor so-and-so. When you're having a really crabby day, you cannot take it out on the Anons on the internet and you're, get away with it. Do they have, you know, these, these Anons that have no personality except for whatever profile pic they give you know, and, and particularly in Milo's chat, I mean, I've been, you know, I sit, I sit, I hang around in there every so often and just get upset. And I have to, I still have to behave. You know how awful that is? Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, do, I do don't I, behave myself. I quit Milo's chat because I can't behave myself. I just went, yeah, it's, 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 so, yeah, so, you know, it's what, Professor Peterson is being sent into like, I don't know, rehab to 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 be retrained so that he can you know stop tweeting. To, he you know I I if, if there's one thing I'm jealous of, it's like he's he's managed to get to be nasty on the internet in ways that I just I as a girl simply cannot sustain. I I, I feel so sad. Well, Why do the guys get to get not, away with it? And we're not supposed to be nasty, you see. Ooh, we're supposed to be smiling, even though everything's burning all around us. <laughs> we're supposed to be sweet and kind and and motherly <laughs> and take care of everyone. Yeah. I I have actually thought about that. If you know, so I actually let out my inner like snarkiness in in, mm. in the way that I've been feeling, trying to get over this cold. It's like the the, the horror. The app, you know, the, the terror and frustration and sadness that would be unleashed in our little corner of the internet because I turned mean. Oh my gosh, you guys have no idea. My 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 autistic mask is is I don't know whether it's as good as I thought it was. <laughs> I, I've I've also I've also been thinking about that. I'm like I'm really sad if if, if if in fact this is what I've been you know working with all along this this mask of of you know behavior and performance and role playing and such and d did you guys all see through it all along anyway and I've, I've just been kidding only myself have I been kidding anyone I don't know we actually maybe I should test it if I go all mean and nasty will everybody be shocked then I'll know my previous mask worked but <laughs> no you I don't get a second chance this is this no. is think think about all of the the personalities, right? We're gonna we have a, we have a few personalities to think about, 
in our in our in our uh, gallery of rogues and 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 deceivers and heroes and who knows what for this evening. That, that I you know if 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 I'm jealous of anybody, it's you know you get one bad day on the internet and you don't lose your entire persona. Mm-hmm. If if there was a bad a bad guy character, you would you would get to be who would you be? Well, I mean, I'm nasty anyway, so I don't think anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't think that this is necessarily something that I need to think about either. (laughs) Oh, so what I know, I realize this is, isn't it clever of me? You're my shadow side. I get, I got it that way, right? It's like, kilts, kilts, let's, let's do these live streams together. And, and it'll be really great because we'll be in this conversation and then, you know, oh, two women talking, but hey, you know, you get, I get to be the light and, 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 you know, lovely one. And you get to be the dark and, and realistic one. Is that it? No. No. All right. No. Not at all? No. What do you, what do you have what do you have to be grumpy about? I've ha- I'm, really I'm the one I'm the one who's been a cold for once. the last two weeks. Oh, I I, I blew it. Okay, I I, I overloaded. Yeah, because my brain went. Well, pick one. Riff riff off of it. I think I think I think this is all my my cunning plan to let you express my my dark side. We're actually, we're the, the same woman on the on opposite sides of the world. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what a polarity that is. Um, no, <laughs> I wouldn't choose to be anyone else. I like being myself. The influences are all full of it. They're all like. Hmm. The last month. You're gonna to have to explain that to me because that that it, it literally came out of nowhere. I had never really heard of him at all. Well, so it reached that, that's, critical. That's curious. It's reached critical mass. Transylvanian today. You may even notice that my <laughs> hair is not happy. I love your hair. I want your hair. Now we're all out of the we're all out of the castle today, aren't we? Or in the castle, playing a very loud organ. <laughs> Well, like Andrew Tate, he was a kickboxer who made a bunch of money off pimping a bunch of women and then started Hustlers University, which was a pyramid scheme to get who are not very happy with our cultural situation to give him cash so that he could teach them how to be alpha males. And then uh, hustled everyone out of millions of dollars and bought a bunch of. They dairy don't. They don't supercars. see the problem in this. It's like you you're going to pay some other man money to learn to be an alpha male. I mean, didn't didn't it like consi- Didn't they consider that this was a bit of a problem? <laughs> I just. It's very odd that the. Um. There's so much to digest and like to dissect in this one point. How would I? How. Can you buy masculinity? Mm. That would be my first question. Is this a commodity or is it a character trait? And if it's a character trait and not a commodity, you can purchase or, you know, like what does, what, where does character come from? What is it? 
can you just buy it? Uh, you know, I could win the, the, the lottery tomorrow and have $500 million in my bank account. Like, in terms of going into a different class, potentially because I have more cash. Mm. But the character, I mean, what am I going to bring with me with that $500 million? So... This is a frustrating thing, seeing the internet discussions on <clears throat> his arrest in Romania and everyone talking about how the Matrix is up. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's been trafficking women in Romania and admitting that he's been doing it. So my fangs are out at the moment about this <laughs> because... Uh, how shall I... Put this would he have survived Pools, Romania probably not um, but he's the he's been the internet censorship and tech persecution now so yeah it's 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 a black pill for feminine women to see this happening I think I'm speaking on behalf of myself. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, my brain stuck a few, a few minutes ago on men paid him back. to learn. No, it's like men who were trying to pay him to learn how to be men. Yes. Which the commercial, I mean, it's like talking, you know, the prostitution of, of what, right? It's like, why do, why would men think that they could pay another man, which is already in a kind of subservient relationship <laughs> yeah. yeah pay another man to teach them to be what the kind of man that other men pay to learn how to be men i mean the the pyramid scheme here is is curious isn't it amazing <laughs> i was well named that he called it hustlers university yeah it is kind of right there it's it's but it sounds like it sounds like a bad movie skit right school for scoundrels you know we're gonna we're gonna learn how to I mean, so I started with talking about how, you know, I'm frustrated. I've got, I've had a cold. My mask is down. I mean, the, I, I reckon, it's like one of the things I've been sort of meditating on is the degree to which my being polite mask, I'm a Southern, I'm a Southern woman, right? I, I know what you have to put your mask on and behave properly and, you know, learn how to pour the tea or, or you know, the, the equivalent hostess, right? You, you grow up in the South knowing that you have to learn how to hostess and the, you know, the frustration and, and you know, blackpilling I've been under is like, I'm tired of being polite to people that are just stupid, frankly. <laughs> and, and, you know, as well, a teacher, I'm supposed to be, you know, drawing people, you know, drawing people's understanding out of whatever they're, they pay, they pay me to draw out their practice and understanding. So is that a hustle? I don't, I don't really think so. I think I can train people to read better and think better about history and so forth. But the, the, um, the social problem is this, you know, persistent one is like, will you listen to me as your teacher? If I've just called you dumb because you didn't write, read the assignment clearly and you're being lazy. Why should I have to be nice to you? Because you're being lazy about not even actually all of my students in Chicago pay attention, read, do the reading. And none of the, I'm not talking about any of you. This is, you know, the sort of general feeling in conversation with people. It's like, do you want me to be impressed by you? You better, you know, bring your top game now, or I'm just going to call you dumb. I do, I do envy Vox and, and, you know, 
some of my fellow streamers to be just like, that's dumb. Stop it. Yes. Well, in a different role. Well, okay. So is it a masculine or fem? You know, is it the teacher role, right? It's like, I'm sure T Tate was having guys pay him to teach teach them to be what? Tough? I, I don't, I, I, I don't even know what, how, how can you learn to be an alpha male by paying another man money? That to me has already like broken the, broken the bank. And I, I, we talked about, you know, Jordan Peterson having to go through retraining right now because he's going to lose his psych psychiatric so psychologist, whichever license he has to, you know, do clinical work. If he doesn't, you know, retrain on how he's been behaving on the internet, but loads of people have been paying him to teach them how to be something. Guys, yes, yes. It, it, it's right now, except for those of you who subscribe to an authorized to my Forge of Tolkien channel, thank you. Um, and maybe someone, if someone gives me a super chat tonight, we'll, we'll have to like rethink this whole process. <laughs> I don't see any super chats yet. So we're, we're completely unpaid in our, in our, in our, um, doom spelling advice <laughs> advice giving right now <laughs> well uh you're not selling formula this is true i think maybe that's frustrating to people when, is... when i'm talking to them it's like i'm not going to tell you the answer i'm going to show you the process <laughs> yeah Thankfully, because that wouldn't be a education. That would just be a kind of being propagandized through something. Whereas the the Tate Tates and the I mean Tate's selling a formula for pickup artistry and financial exploitation. Peterson sells twelve rules for life, which was a kind of easy out people you know it was like oh here you'll just th there are 12 party tricks and suddenly everything will be fixed mm. it be become uh reduced to a kind of uh cliche of life um you know there's no like there's no discussion on sin and human nature and divine intervention providence and grace it's just the the mechanical things that you can do and therefore if you follow this you're going to end up with success or whatever um you want nothing seemed particularly transformative and uh mm. they're not inclined to liberating the imaginations of the people that they're talking to either which you certainly are so that would be my my way of making the distinction you're telling you're what to to, to to it sounds to me like just a second i gotta fix something it sounds to me like you're saying i'm never going to make money as an influencer i feel sad now do i <laughs> you want to make money as an influencer well do i i don't you know i don't know we have um isaiah and annie are saying advertising is all centered around selling <laughs> sex selling each sex their own ideal yeah so i guess if we were doing makeup tips as women or
I'm, I'm wondering how well, how well we've managed to fall into the middle of the problem of the doom of the West. What exactly mm. is the doom that we're so frustrated with from? Well, it's prob problem that I'm having looking at everybody uh, responding to different influences or different personalities that are pushed out into the public sphere is that it's uh, we're not having we're not having conversations about iconographic restoration in our culture. Hmm. We're trying to supplement a loss of something that we're craving with cheap pantomime versions. That's my sense. Yes. I think People that makes sense. People are, yeah. There's, I mean, I've got a few in the, the slideshow. Mm. Like we're going through the, the imagery. But I was thinking about what it, what has happened, especially in Australia in the last few years and why the, the Tate stand here is really, really. Mm. Are you, are you because... getting it from people in, in, in real life or, or, or mainly in online conversations it's the it's the online conversations also some younger people here that have mentioned uh mentioned him mm. and said what do you think about the um you know what do you think about him and what he says which is odd <laughs> i yeah. mean even that to ask me my opinion in the first place they're probably not listening to that much but uh, uh no, this is the this is the current thing to think about. So, it, you know, the the way the 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 wave now an argument over uh, the persecution of a masculine man, whereas mm. I, I sit here wondering where he is, which a lot of people where are the masculinity where is. Where yes. is it? I want to know what what where is this masculinity that is being persecuted? What is it? Well, I had, I, I, my, my opening, my opening image is, is the, the, our, our twin shaman now. Mm. And, and I think, I mean, this was, I, I just, I started with my, my own little doom spiral on realizing, you know, I thought Jacob Chansley was for real and it'd be, I will be sad for me if in fact he is a CIA actor again, right? Because look, when Brazil has their not quite January 6th, not quite uprising. I mean, the, the level of feeling like, I mean, never mind Tate, we're, we're going to talk about, you know, exactly what kind of fakery Tate is involved in, but that I'm not even sure where to be upset anymore because you're realizing nothing feels real. I mean, I've, I've said my mask and my, my sense of, you know, what kind of roles and performances I'm giving, but there a whole bunch of things feel like they broke right all at the same time. Like the something something happened right at the turn of the year that we are well one in this time when I, I when I was thinking about how we were gonna like 
contain our frustration for this this evening's discussion say maybe we should do like predictions for the year and it's all going to be doom and gloom and like i don't i don't want to play that i don't want to play predictions mm-hmm. but i i do have this feeling which is different for me from the last several years is i really have no idea where anything is going zero right i mm-hmm. i mean we we can doom spiral into oh you know it could be happen this or could happen that cuz i had a very strong feeling 2 years ago two, three years ago, three years ago with 2020, I knew what was coming, right? And, and we, we're, all, we're all sitting here watching the, the kind of fallout of the way the, the vaccines and the lockdowns and the masks and the, the financial collapse that we knew all was, all of that has played out to the point where, yeah, all that makes sense. And now I'm sitting here going, well, now what? Mm-hmm. It, it's like everything evaporated and to find out that i mean you know we we knew january 6th and we were watching you know people that are in in the influencer and and public figure circles that we follow being sent to prison right now um i, I actually met nick ox the proud boy this summer at milo's confirmation so i'm you know praying pray for nick as he's now in prison for the next four years and then others not in prison and what happened to jacob chansley well so i far as i remember he he plea bargained something i'm not he may still be in prison there was some weird interviews with him last year not looking very you know shamanistic he, he was just in prison garb and no no makeup if if he's in fact if all of that was completely fake the one kind of you know, sort of performatively heroic and yet uh, like um, magically nonsensical what's going on character is himself a setup. I, I don't even know what's left, right? I don't know. I don't know what's left to be entranced by or intrigued by or energized by that there's nobody actually not, not even not wearing a mask to play a role as, as the shaman, but not wearing a mask to fit with anything real that's happening Vox in in his his streams has been talking about the way in which we're all under you know spot we're all being spied on by a a fifth of the population taking you know records on our everyday activities it's like it's very weird I feel very very weird to have this feeling of literally nobody's who they said they were at any given point I mean yeah I don't even know where to go (laughs) maskless maskless and frustrated i i not sure how to behave with people <laughs> yeah it's difficult i mean it's funny maskless now we've been masked up for mm-hmm. years well everybody's been masked up for years i think we've just become they were physically like people were physically in masks now we're becoming uh, we're becoming aware of the the social masking as well mm. continued it's continued here so uh in australia the uh the tennis is on right now which is a huge deal for uh you know uh we'll become crazed tennis fans every year once the the tournament starts we've entered a kind of hypnotic oblivion where nobody wants to discuss what was going on even 12 months ago at the tennis Right, with um, Novak, right? Everyone's with Novak, yeah, yeah who I call Novaks, <laughs> uh, out of respect and not as an insult because, um, you know, <laughs> what, a, what a wonderfully providential name that was. Um, so, you know, 
country, uh, masked but not vaccinated, and uh, willing to cooperate with everyone in terms of the social distancing and everything, but that public sentiment against him was vicious. Mm. So he was deported. Now the media are telling everybody they have to watch what they say about him because the audience uh, and the crowds that are there at the tennis tournament are going to be removed and permanently banned if they are insulting him in public for his actions 12 months ago. Wow. Because this is now the new consensus, this is the mask everyone's going to wear respect and deference to the uh to the international superstar 12 months ago calling for him to be vaccinated against his will that's how bad things were in australia so for me and kind of analyze that about face it becomes very difficult to feel positive about human nature <laughs> in terms of how in terms of how people behave in crowds Right. The, you know, uh, popularly Vox Day. These the 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 the, the Australian god is schizophrenic. Absolutely amnesiac. So yeah, we're we're sitting here kind of enjoying the tennis with the meta narrative of of what it means to have this To have uh, official support that his critics are going to be silenced. Which is, I mean, it's not actually reassuring in a way because no. last year, the official, last year, the media get one official command you must speak this way. And this year, they yes. get a different one. Yes. And, you know, he get he gets to, you know, benefit from the second one, but that doesn't make it okay now. Personal request. No, no, no. But I mean, yeah. it's like that we're, we're being buffeted back and forth between these, uh, you know, oh, you, you can say this, you can't say that. But the, the, the meta problem is identical, that yes. we are under this rule that, you know, it, it's illegal to speak one way or the other. We've just uh, redirected the scapegoating, and it's it's gone from the ultimate the ultimate scapegoat of the anti-vax champion because the government. Uh, I hate using that term because it's like, mm. the uh, the officials that were in charge, uh, the media and the majority of the selecting heads down here treated him like he was the uh the robin hood of anti-vaxxers <laughs> <laughs> he was the poster boy for anybody who had any issues with the covid policy and the mandates allowed to step foot on a tennis court that he would inspire a complete mass civil disobedience down in australia mm. they were Absolutely. Um, and now he's greeted as though nothing happened. And very strange to see. Very, very strange to hear people discuss that he's playing without 
um, the 180-degree turn of like mm. the general public. I mean, to, it, it wasn't just the, a, a small percentage of people here that were actively calling for him to be either uh, conforming or banned. The country developed a very, very mainstreamed authoritarianism mm. very, very quickly. So, yeah, in terms of the the nature of the tournament now, uh, it just like it's kind of lost its magic because uh, I'm not looking at the same uh, I'm not looking at the same thing anymore. Uh, I'm tennis players as much as I'm paying attention to the. The strange manipulation that that's happening behind the scenes. Right. Well, we have him here juxtaposed with the Pope in their windows, mm -hmm. and as as you're talking, I'm thinking. So we put to, we put together our gallery of images this time to sort of draw out these tensions. Mm. And why did you put these two together? Oh, he's I mean, both. They're both spreading their arms to a crowd at the window, and I'm saying, you know, yes. thinking about the way in which you're describing some some official something, but that it's also expressing the pe will of the people somehow is now flipped on whether or not Novak is a good guy or a bad guy, and you know the way the way people t talk about the papacy is. You know, this is funny because I'm talking to my my class on campus today about the conversion of England in the sixth century, and Pope Gregory sends the missionary to Kent to talk to the king whose wife is already Christian. And there's this problem saying we think of the Pope as the controller of the whole story, but in fact, the one who's truly in control of the story is Bede, the historian describing Gregory as the main mover here and and the and the degree to which the pope is or is not the kind of character that you know the the media likes to either misunderstand what he is or portray him as I, I, the, the sort of locus of anything anything like authority or and you were saying the magic is gone I, I'm I, you know on on online i get constantly it's like oh you're you're catholic you should believe this i'm like i don't you you really don't know what i believe one way or the other one because i know what the history of the papacy looks like and it's not it's not that cookie cutter version that you ha that you've just described but on the other hand it is sad now benedict um passed this week right yes. and i'm not sure what just happened because now we only have one pope again <laughs> benedict died yeah had his and, and he was he was the one that was sort of being held out there as the one that was going to hold on to tradition and hold on to the the meaningfulness of things that francis is you know trampling all over with his reforms and, and novelties and and so forth but, but you know by the end of it it's like you know i i haven't frankly cared that much about popes ever <laughs> <laughs> much more interested in the monasticism, which is why I like Benedict, because he was focusing on the monastic tradition. But the the sort of aura of celebration, right? Would 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 you would you go and be interested to see either of these men in the window? 
is the the athlete's magic versus the papal or I mean it's like what kind of aura does anybody have anymore I think I lost her again yep I'm back yes well done did you catch my last question where's the aura where's the aura gone oh the aura oh uh no it dropped out as you were uh i was talking about, about that so say yeah, say i was like we're, we're through them thinking about these juxt these all of these you know random they feel random but they feel significant juxtapositions that we keep finding ourselves in and you've got novak at yeah. the window and, and benedict at the window and we're thinking like one interesting element of this juxtaposition is the celebration that we have of, you know, uh, athletes as mm -hmm. the, you know, our heroes of the day when basically they play a game, right? He hits a little he ball did. back and forth. Big deal. Um, as compared with, you know, the Pope who is, I, 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 I'm not good at celebrity in these terms. I've never gotten excited about a Pope one way or the other. Really? Sorry. Popes don't excite me. <laughs> I liked Benedict for what he wrote about the liturgy and his championing of culture and monasticism and things like that. But, and you know, it, it's 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 kind of cool when you're in the presence of someone who apparently has that much power. But the, the reason that Benedict resigned was he felt like he couldn't affect anything properly. That he was mm. he was too weak to be able to fight the things that he needed to fight in his own court, in the in the curia. So it's like the, the, the sort of evaporation of all kinds of, and, and you were saying the magic had gone out of watching the game. And I started thinking about that the magic has gone out of the papacy too. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I need to ask you why you've, why uh, particularly concerned about the popes. Because I see it as a historical institution um, that mm -hmm. has had, you know, there there've been some very great men who were Pope, Pope Gregory the Great was a great um, thinker and leader, and um, you know he seems to have had, you know, a powerful character that encouraged, you know, he saved Rome in the plague in back in the sixth century. Most mm -hmm. of the popes, as far as I know, have no personalities. <laughs> they just don't. They were lawyers throughout the Middle Ages. I mean, they're significant for creating the particular kind of institutional structure that the, the church has, you know, creating courts for dealing with the, the papal courts in the Middle Ages. They mainly dealt with internal arguments among the clergy. Right? The laity mm. didn't didn't tend to be. I mean, the only the, the only thing that the laity were really terrifically affected by were the kings who were trying to divorce their first wives and get remarried. It's, <laughs> that that's kind of topical always. Um, but the, the Pope, the Popes throughout the middle ages, they didn't tip. I mean, they didn't typically tend to be, um, you know, very, they didn't have the personalities of saints like Francis or, um, Francis or Francis. I mean, it's interesting that Francis took the, the name that he did. I mean, both of them, Francis wasn't a Pope, but the Pope we have now is the first of that name. Uh, Benedict, mm. he was the 16th. There'd been a lot of Benedicts, but the, you know, the reason that Benedict was great was not because he was a Pope is because he founded the, the, you know, the the, uh, the order of the monast, the monasticism. Mm. Um, 
they take the Gregory name because Gregory the Great, but he wasn't great. He was great as Pope, but he was he was already um, great as a senator. You know, he's a senatorial family in Rome. He, you know, had dictated already this incredible commentary on Job, the Moralia and Job. It's one of the great spiritual treatises of the period. I mean, he was he was great as Pope, but he was great for other reasons. I just don't have that many characters in my head and then in the modernity they all name themselves pious as far as i can say i can't tell the difference right so mm. there's there's a kind of they, they they have this institutional place but they didn't really seem to me to be personalities very much i i guess john paul ii maybe has a personality to me benedict sort of does but i but that's not because of his papacy it's because of what he wrote prior to becoming pope Well, the two, I'm thinking of the two men on the balcony. They're both involved in courts in some fashion. <laughs> I are, like that. Very nice. Yeah, yeah the, the court thing is going to just keep it ugly head bar. It's usually... Uh, The, the the balcony where Novak was standing and addressing the crowds usually would be seen as a very frivolous thing. Mm. You know, we're not talking about the Pope on the balcony giving a papal address or a sermon or, uh, you know, political leaders that are on balconies like Mussolini on his little balcony in Rome. Uh, he was just, just standing there with a the tennis racket and a tennis ball, but suddenly he's, he's like, his presence on that balcony in Australia was almost as significant as seeing uh, Benedict outside. And the reason I say this, this is a period of constant uh, hard lockdowns and curfews. Mm. So even to see somebody that you knew outside in public unmasked would have been a shocking thing uh, at many moments throughout that period. Uh, but it was a it was a shock to see somebody famous who's usually walking around un, unmasked permanently in the sense that they can never be anonymous, right? Um, one like that overexposed. Uh, so seeing someone like that covered up when he entered the country, and then uh, you know based, uh to everybody while he was battling to stay in the country. Um, yeah, so I, I, on the other hand, we don't have people on balconies, spiritual messages in this continent, right? The balcony address, uh, is not a, uh, it's here because we don't have old Europe. We're not, connect, we're not connected to old Europe. So generally when we've got people of great importance in Australia talking to the public, we'll try to make it seem like they are as they absolutely can uh, pretend to be. Mm. Um, and then they will purposefully put themselves in situations where they're um, masking with the um 
pretense of uh, I don't know. I I don't want to overuse the word normal, but uh, the pretense of being average or not, not as important as they are in the lives of the people that are around them. So the people. That so on the one hand, there are they are important, but they're performing this i mean this is this is what i did like about benedict as as pope that he did maintain the ceremony and therefore recognize that he is actually as that in that role an incredibly important person but it's because of the role maybe not you know it's like you're chosen mm -hmm. to be in the role but that benedict did seem to have a better appreciation for the significance of the ceremony which francis has obviously decided he doesn't want so he's he's anti-ceremony in his mm -hmm. performances yes so there's a so that's that's the thing it's the there's this ceremonial uh role that take on if you're entering uh certain certain positions like benedict he brought back the papal red shoes right right was that him? yeah um so even when he was putting on an officious uh, garment to, to signal to everybody that he was carrying the, the way well, the tradition then uh, to contrast this, the Australian officials that were involved in the uh, decision-making around uh, COVID and all of the mandates were dressed in casual clothing from hiking stores. <laughs> they looked yeah, it was. It wasn't even a. It wasn't even a case of wearing a bad suit. They weren't even wearing suits half the time. Simply and purposefully dressing in a kind of office casual. You know, mm. uh, what what would you call it? Like white collar casual. And I'm sure that they were doing it deliberately. Oh, definitely. Instantly, there there was no mark of wealth on them. They they, they were signaling to every, you know going through exactly what everyone else was going through because you know. They were dressed like they were going for their allocated one-hour walk at all times when mm. they were, uh, in public. Um, yeah, so we had this crisis of, of uh, we had a we had a crisis of costume, and the balcony address everybody was interesting because it was like he was the only one who was admitting the significance of. Uh, what he was doing, you know, because this was a diplomatic problem here. Right. So instead of him just arriving as a tennis star to smack a ball around, um, he has a, a Serbian diplomatic problem. So suddenly the entire fiasco that was going on was a diplomatic problem. The Serbs in Australia were raging angry at the situation. And then, of course, back home in Serbia, saying Novak is like Christ, he's being persecuted <laughs> like Christ, you know, like, completely over the top Yugoslavs that are <laughs> um, letting it fly. But uh, I didn't see that as an overreaction. It was like they were they were explaining the significance while everybody down here was, was a, a naughty, naughty, you know, a kind of um, childish infringement on the rules that everybody else was following and you know he right. was in detention like a school detention instead of 
I mean, it's a huge scandal. Um, so there's issues. There's there's issues then with uh, who we're reckoning are socially significant, culturally significant. We we we've kind of forgotten that the I don't know that 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 balcony image was a sort of reminder that there's a there's a there's a context that's always going on between between the people that are in a situation that we're uh, we're not very very closely. I'm I'm trying to form no. Form so form I'm I'm actually it's it's all it's all it's all happening. It's all coming together. We go back to the shaman, right? The reason I was so taken with the Q shaman Chansley one was because Jonathan Peugeot had on the day of January sixth, two three years two years ago, um, said something like I predicted that you know things were going to get weird. You know I here's the Q shaman, right? This suddenly this this strange, you know, performative oddity showing up in the senate chamber and i did various blog posts about it and think i've been thinking about the january 6th a lot because we've had a lot of reminders of the the uh, um anniversary in in the last week and realizing that what i was i was drawn to was one what i if chancellor's an actor and at another level, then I'm going to have to rethink all of this. But what it seemed to me that he understood was the ceremonial power of what was going on. I mean, that he goes into mm -hmm. the Senate chamber and does a, as you know prayer in his in his costume and such like that. But even if these guys are both CIA operatives and they're somehow actors, they are at least playing to the reality of there's powerful energies playing out at some level, and either we you know we spend all of our time in in the modern world pretending those energies don't exist being caught mm -hmm. by caught caught by them by surprise i mean you're talking about going back to novak and um and the pope that the the po the populace last year was in one frenzy and this year is in another and and mm -hmm. those balconies you know I, I i was thinking when you're saying that too nobody speaks from balconies in the united states either i mean the only the only like balcony yeah. space that that has ever happened from that now i can think of is that terrace in the capitol right so that there's there's something about that uh elevation in you know the architectural elevation you could see the person speaking physically out to the crowd and saying there's power here there's some kind of power here and the person on the balcony speaking to the crowd is again peterson had said this and i thought this was one of the smarter things he he has said about how the 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 demagogue is mirroring the crowd back right that you you're speaking and mussolini or hitler or whatever they take power from the crowd and they mirror the crowd and there's some kind of energy going between the two of them the vox populi vox day somehow we're both we're simultaneously in a situation where you're blinking in and out okay I'm you're back, back you're back <laughs> um good good job well spotted um that we both acknowledge the powers of the crowd and our death you know the the powers that be whatever powers they are, are always trying to control that crowd like the roman emperors presumably did with yeah. their ceremony and their balconies and so forth and the feeling of not 
knowing what's going to be happening. From my perspective, it's like I have I have no sense of any of these things. I don't know what the crowd is thinking. I don't know what the leaders are actually thinking. I don't know who is in fact in power. I mean, I read I read this very interesting piece. I, I get news clippings every day from the university news service because they, they do a little email and, and therefore they're quoting, they're always quoting my colleagues and I'm reading something about that. And there was one that was quoting John Mearsheimer, who is now famous because of his his speeches on the Ukraine. And the, the, the surreal quality I had reading it was, it was about these people at, I think it's, it's, it's Harvard, some kind of powerful school for business and, and media, you know, politicians and stuff like that. One, I had, I, I mean, I'm reading it because Mearsheimer was quoted in it saying something about, no, Steve Walt was quoted in it. And he, he and Mir, it's like, I didn't see, blah, blah, blah. it's like, none of these people mean anything. They don't make sense. I suddenly realized I was in the presence in this article of people with levels of power and influence and money and connections. I had no ghost of an idea even existed. And it was kind mm -hmm. of terrifying, right? We get mm -hmm. the, the, we, the people get the, the, the athletes and the singers, you and I've been talking about yay a lot, right? Um, the comedians, the, 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 you know, the sort of players, the characters, these are not the people with any sort of power, except in so far as those guys working at that Harvard, I forget what the school is. It's a business, it's a policy school, deploy them in some way or think they can or yeah. want to control them or, you know, and, and, and Pope Benedict finding that he had to resign because as this scholar, as this theologian, as this professor from Regensburg, he had no, no idea, even though he'd been in the midst of these people for, for his whole, you know, professional life, how to deal with that level of something, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, Andrew Tate seems like a comic character in, in this context. It's like, so what? He's been arrested. He was influencing guys. He made a lot of money. And, and, you know, there's the, so what that he's, you know, if he's sex trafficking women, that's bad. But mm -hmm. the the feeling of not having any location for actual either authority or influence is kind of creepy. What do I have next in yeah, our we slides? Don't have, we, oh, we, we have, do, we we have, have Benedict's we hands idea. holding oh, the rosary and, and Tate with his cigar. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> where is where does power lie? If it's it's in the rosary, I've have my I've, I've realized my my little fidget toy looks stupid when I'm playing with that one, so I'm holding my rosary right. Hold your rose. Where is the power? Where is any of this actually residing? I'm not sure it's in the people, but I'm not sure it's in these these super duper wealthy people either. Because if they don't control us when we you know wear masks or don't get their jabs or you know, at what level of control is it actually happening, which is why what's happening in Brazil matters, right? The degree mm -hmm. of popular uprising is that a few hundred people and it's nothing. I'm, I'm still astonished at how our government officials are playing out as if January 6th was a big deal. I mean, I think that is so fascinating to me that they really, really, really need that to that whatever kind of event it was with, you know, relatively minor damage. And no, in fact, you know, significant interruption in the in the processes of the the government. Why is that still such a big deal? As compared with, for example, the entire you know National Guard being brought out for the inauguration two weeks later, 
and nothing mm. happening. I mean, mm. There's a sort of surreal quality of who is in fact in control of anything. Now I'm gibbering. Oh, look, Ken did a super chat test. Look, Ken, 20, ooh, we had a super chat test, 20 coins. I don't know what that means. I see, I don't even know what these things mean. Okay, so Mel is talking, tribal mass, shadow government, the invisible hand, God, Congress's passion play. Everyone, well, this is, this is, I think where we, we're at this place, we've now spent our six months in the, in the ark, you know, sailing around looking for significance and patterns and such. And then I get a cold and suddenly there aren't any left. <laughs> no more patterns, no more meeting. The Pope is dead. Andrew Tate's a fake. Doom. Doom. We're in court right now. That's how it feels. How so? Uh, um, I feel like massive uh, idol divorce or separation. Mm. Family friend. Uh, the social social structure was disintegrating around everything. And I feel like now we're in court somehow trying to figure out the dynamics of how it disintegrated so quickly and find the find the reasons behind it, find the people that we can because I, I had a I had a gut feeling that this would be something that would, would happen in Australia specifically i mean i rail on this country all the time but um, i mean in, in uh, here and the rest of the world <laughs> you all saw what we did so i mean i'm not going to pretend that we were better than we were we were the worst um and i had a feeling that there would be a kind of effective shame over it that needed to be dealt with in a different way hmm. and people are going to be looking at different ways of like uh processing it pointing our fingers at people and saying you did this to me and therefore you know like i i would i don't have enough fingers and also uh that <coughs> that kind of kicks off a, a hutu and tutsi situation because we don't even have tribal eye on in order to figure out who was hurting who mm. it was intra-tribal violence in a lot of cases so uh we need a court of some description to deal with the tensions of everything because we can't put ourselves on trial this process i think this is yeah the the the, the court the court thing is very interesting i've got the next the next juxtaposition we have pell in front of the county court and Novak on court. Um, Ken has explained yeah. 20 coins should mean $20 to you in kilts. Let's see if that happens. Woo. We, I'm rich. We, we're, we're, we're rich. We're rich. Um, Paper Eating Bear is asking, wasn't Pell targeted partly because of Vatican financial corruption? Yes. Right. And this is the the sort of layers of I wish I I wish I thought that I was going to talk about Steve Walton, John Mearsheimer, and whatever that Harvard thing is. The amount of money sloshing around in the world, and that has I mean we, we've been sort of 
tip of the iceberg feeling of the pressure that we were all put under to yeah. get the jab, wear the masks, you know, it, I mean, the, 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 I, I'm not afraid right now. It feels sort of calm and everybody's exhausted and I just, you know, getting over this cold and I don't, it, I, even on campus now where, you know, I had to fight my battle last year about masking and not vaccine and, and things like that. It's mostly just feels normal again, which is mm. amnesiac and surreal at the same time. Um, mm. But surely all of the things that we've just been fighting didn't just vanish. They, that all of those energies and, and, and forces and um, desires to be in control of the world, they've still got to be, but it's like they've dissipated somehow. I don't, I, they can't be mm -hmm. gone. They can't be gone. And Pell, okay, so Cardinal Pell died yesterday. And yes. the responses to his death on the internet have been interesting because some are going, oh, good, another pedophile is dead. Uh, apparently not, therefore, knowing much in detail about what happened in Melbourne when he was sent to jail and then exonerated and released. Or, as mm -hmm. Paper Eating Bear is, is asking here, wasn't it, in fact, about something else, right, that they needed Pell out of the way Though he'd been appointed in his, the position that he had by Francis, um, they needed Pell out of the way because he was about to expose some of this stuff. Mm. I have a book here, written by one of my friends. <laughs> oh, look, and with a foreword by Professor Rachel Fulton Brown, whoever that is. Um, so Milo mm. wrote a book. I've never, heard never of her. Heard, I've never heard of her. Nobody seems to have heard of her. I, I've not achieved. Oh, no, wait. We have. We need to celebrate this properly. Our very first ever super chat from our friend Ken, which is now going to make us rich. We are now officially influencers. We've influenced Ken to give us $20. <laughs> I didn't have to be nice to do it. Yes, we did. We've been writing poetry with Ken for years now. I think. I think. I think this is internal, internal funding that we. You're not getting. supposed to tell them that. We could say that. Now you're getting paid to be on the internet. Oh no, yes, now we have, now we have Ken. officially been paid to be on the internet by Ken. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. He should. He should get. He should get a lot of attention for giving us our first ever super chat. This is good. Ken is, Ken is we amazing. Bring, we, we, we're going to talk about Ken. We we love Ken. Ken Ken is a we poet. Do. We, we are we are friends with Ken. Um, that Milo wrote this book back in 2018 on, it says, Diabolical, How Pope Francis Has Betrayed Clerical Abuse Victims Like Me and Why He Has to Go. Okay, so this is back in 2018, which means before Pell was actually tried and sentenced and sent to jail. And already before any of that happened, Milo understood what was going on. And I'm going to read you a little bit because I think it's important to read this into the record about why exactly Pell would end up in trouble and therefore in court and therefore the kinds of invisible influences, maybe that's our theme today, the invisible influences that are playing out in the way in which both Novak and Pell were gotten after in mm. Australia, right? Okay, so this is Milo, what he says, and this was in 2018. The Vatican Bank is one of the most disreputable and ineptly managed financial institutions in the world. For decades, it operated as a tax haven for wealthy Italians and as a money launderer's paradise. 
This may be topical to Tate, too. We don't know. Um, maybe not the Vatican, but right, money laundering and, and the flow of the, the, this kind of funding that's going everywhere. It is essentially an offshore bank in the middle of Rome, subject to its own laws, and was therefore, for a while, resistant to demands for information from the Italian authorities, not themselves mm -hmm. always the perfect model of good governance. Reference to an <laughs> article from The Guardian, Can Pope Francis Clean Up God's Bank? International media scrutiny of the bank is said to be one of the reasons Benedict XVI resigned, admitting privately to friends that he was unable to tackle the entrenched special interests in Rome. So why Benedict resigned? It was the money, among other things. After taking some time to admire Francis for wearing a plastic watch and dining in the Vatican canteen, the Guardian's Paul Vallely has given a decent account of how Cardinal George Pell appointed by Francis, began a review of the bank's operations. Pell mm -hmm. had successfully overhauled the church's finances in Sydney and Melbourne. The Australian son of a former heavyweight boxer, Pell is a political and doctrinal conservative who speaks aggressively and does not believe in man-made climate change. He is a cult hero among conservative Catholics. You can imagine what the Lavender Mafia think of him. Vallely notes grudgingly that, quote, for all his conservatism, Pell had for years been a vocal critic of the Roman Catholic bureaucracy and its corruption, end quote. Pell moved quickly and made enemies, a straight dealer to the point of unbearable bluntness, especially in the delicately perfumed and gold-embroidered world of the Holy See. Pell probably didn't anticipate getting tripped up by dirty tactics. In this case, stories leaked to the media about, you guessed it, clerical abuse. The press reports were coincidentally timed, arriving just as Pell's reforms of the bank began to take hold. It was alleged that Pell was soft on child abuse thanks to offhand comments he had made years before in typically ribald and direct Australian fashion. It was suggested that he may himself have some questions to answer about covering up abuse. Then the allegations widened to direct accusations of historic sex abuse, at which point Pell had to put his work at the bank on hold. Now Pell is back in Australia, this was in 2018, trying to clear his name, and his reforms are stalling, just as the intriguers intended. This is how efforts to clean up the Roman Catholic Church usually end. So we are mourning Cardinal Pell's passing and Benedict's passing because they were, in one way or another, both caught up in this cycle of corruption that we are clearly still going to be affected by, and yet we can't find who's doing it. No. Suddenly we're all in Italy together. <laughs> uh, not sure who's behind the, the person on the balcony. And things are very, don't know exactly where all of the, as you said, like the energy that was swirling all around us is gone. It hasn't disappeared. It's just right. with, withdrawn uh, direct pressure. Well, we can feel that it's, it, it's, it's, it's sort of pulled away, but we would mm. be fool. I mean, it's, it, yes, it'd be very, very foolish to think that they've quit. Obviously they haven't. But the, the, so what do we expect? I mean, do we do we look for what to expect? I mean, where this is we we wanted to do our doom spiral video today. It was like saying doom, doom. It's like, but from where, right? And I was thinking earlier, you know, it's like always. Oh, are we going to do signs of the times? Are we going to do how everything's? This is the the feeling of 
vacuity, chaos, emptiness. This yeah. that's Rome. Yeah. Well, what Rome feels like. Oh yeah. Time doesn't behave the same way as the rest for some reason. Maybe it's just me, but that was my impression. Uh, Rome is a strange place. Well, from what and you're telling me, does... Australia is a strange place too. Your dream time, and and your your sense of are, are we in the are we in the present in in these stories to the degree to which that's Pell in Melbourne, right? And it's is that Novak mm. in Melbourne, right? That what's going on down yes. there in Melbourne? What kind of energy? nexus do you have we had some what else were you worrying about you know now? that city that city was originally uh going to be called batmania the, the city melbourne was going to be called batmania mm. yeah batmania. batmania yeah like like batman. bats like batmans mm -hmm. oh my god batman <laughs> I just think that was funny because it kind of set the scene. It's a weird city. It, it, everything horrible that's happening in Australia is happening down in Melbourne. In, in, bat, <laughs> in Batmania. In, in the Batmania, bat theme is, is going to be coming out here. Okay, so we've got Isaiah yeah. and Annie gave us 10 coins. More money for wine and kilts boots. Ooh, you need boots, oh, definitely. Oh. Ken is saying, look, the fever of generosity is spreading. Nice. <laughs> the Casey. Goth the goth needs boots. Casey, the, this is not a super chat, but I'm reading chats now because they're, 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 they're helping us think through this through. The Vatican was cut off of Swift the week Benedict decided to resign the papacy. That's yes. Okay. So the bankers, the banking energy is here. Swift access was then immediately restored to the Vatican, but they were showing they could do it. The, the, Benedict resigns. They cut Swift off. Here it is. Like exactly who is the most powerful? And and I my 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 take at the moment is, and we're we're sort of playing with this in the dragon, the Drake Alchemicus that we're writing um, right now. The dragon doesn't really manifest in any one character. The dragon is this. It's like, you know, Excalibur when Merlin's talking about the dragon's breath. And it's like, where is the dragon? It's it's somehow out there. It's somehow very, very real. But mm. anytime you try to pin it on a particular person, it's not that person. That that person just turns back into a human being that the dragon abandons. Mm -hmm. um, Isaiah and Annie Z say, on the whole spookiness of hidden power, we have seriously forgotten that political power is people. Well, and this is, I, you know, the, the, the shamans were both meant to be allegedly representing popular movements and yet are being deployed theoretically because, like, look, the, I think that the Brazilian guy may be mimicking the Q shaman, but whatever, right? One way or the other, there's a recognition of the power of these, the, the crowd, the populace, and the desire of these guys on balconies or in banks or in courtrooms or in Congress to control them. But, you know, I used to think until, until like, a, you know, two weeks ago when I got this cold, I used to think that I was paying sufficient attention that I was going to be able to watch all this story play out. And it was going to be, you know, going to happen in the way that I was predicting it. And, and I, you know, I don't even feel like Scott Adams now, cause I'm not claiming that I ever did predict things, <laughs> but I did predict things <laughs> properly in my own head and on my blog 
three years ago with the COVID stuff, and I don't know what's going to happen now. No, it's very strange. It's like the normal rules of the game. Have they, though? It, it just feel I, I, I'm not sure. Okay, Isaiah and Annie Z have a bit more. I'm like going EM, by vibes. EMJ, no, I, this is what we're trying to find the vibe again. We've yeah. lost the vibe. Yeah. Like EMJ says, wealth isn't gold, it's labor. Yes. And there's something, it's like we've been, one of our other themes we were trying to sort of play through with is where are the men gone? <laughs> where is the labor? Where are the men? What is the work? Um, Soros can have billions without people. He has no power. And then with Kanye, he had billions and it was taken because he influenced people wrongly. Mel saying no more twenty twenty vision. Yeah, there's something there's something weird mm. right now. Yeah, it's we very were looking. Strange. Mel Mel showed us earlier this evening this little comic. I think it was Saturday Night Live of like COVID brain where we've forgotten everything. I do I do recognize that a lot of the COVID spell stuff of, you know, mask up and be bewildered and be told to do this and then change the rules and do that and constantly switching back and forth was in fact to confuse us all so that we gaslighting. We've done it. We did our episode on gaslighting. We know we've been gaslit yes. over and over and over again. Yes. Well, it's happening all the time. But the yeah, with the the, even the the people that are supposed to be remedying all of this are in a kind of gaslighting of people well we we, we i mean so now i'm sewing novak in his mask and then with his cross on the mountain yes so he's they're uh, covered yeah. or or heroic I mean, some of some of the problem here is we don't. I mean, everybody's you know constantly swirling around and looking for a leader. I mean, the best we get is costume characters, right? Pretend superheroes or tennis players. I mean, yes. we are in trouble if this is the leadership of our of our civilization. Is guys who play sports. Yes. And that's, I mean, that's it. Not just they play sports and then are, you know, training their souls for something else that there is, it's, it's like, like you've taken the, the only thing you train for is the sport, which has, I admit, very great spiritual benefits and clearly gives strength of character as Novak has shown, but that mm -hmm. it's kind of like, okay, so we've, we've got nothing left, but the form of the desire for heroic activity. Mm-hmm. Or costume yeah. guys pretending to be bull, you know, warriors. There's no warriors. Yes. But I'm not even sure who we'd fight. Pal tried to, and he got, you know, sent to prison. Benedict tried to, and he he felt himself too frail to, to stand up against other old men. I, I'm not sure. What is it that we're fighting? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, Tate's fighting the Matrix. <laughs> Tate's fighting. Okay. Well. Oh. Well. Here. Here's. Here's the one Matrix. answer. I, the Matrix. The Matrix. How about Xi and Putin? Are we fighting them? Well, they'd like us to, according to uh, according to Vox's blog, we're going to be summoned to enter 
combat against the the, the chance because <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work very well at all. No, but, I mean uh, it's horrible in comic, and this is okay, this is so... where at least I'm I'm deeply grateful to Vox for at least you know it's like none of this is going to come as a surprise. I remember having an argument with one of my colleagues in my department, I think two years ago. Was it two years ago? Maybe it was last. I can't remember. COVID memory. I've lost. He actually is a, you know a specialist on the history of modern China, and I was you know asking him then you know do you think Taiwan is gonna gonna fall? And he said that's ridiculous. I think this was last year. And and I'm sort of wondering now about, it's like when Taiwan gets absorbed by China, is anybody going to be surprised? Are we just going to all have been gaslit so completely that everybody will just have forgotten that that was never going to happen? Including my colleague. I'm, I, I, I want to yeah. kind of like plant markers and ask people. It's like those who should be getting the appointments at these, it's not the Kennedy School of Business. It was a different one. Um, you know, big think tanks that are apparently in control of all of this influence and insight, are they, are, are, are any of them able to predict right now exactly how all of this is going to play out? Certainly nobody in the West seems to be paying any proper attention to anything. No, it, it, it is, it is horrifically, I mean, what Zelensky and, and Biden are, our are, our guys. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, the, the the advice that I should be learning Chinese, which I kind of knew already, <laughs> uh, is to learn Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. Um, see now this is this is where I find it really really interesting. So I put a series of uh picks in. I don't know how far down the the road this one is, but the um. I could look. I could see whether I could see whether our magic's working. You want to see? What, you want me to see what the next one is? Let's see. Yeah. Oh yes, I think you'll like this. Did one. it work? Uh, it's, it it's, works. it's cat. It's catfishing, of two sorts. Oh yes. <laughs> We've got. The, the new uh, masculine influencer who's essentially run around catfishing all of these guys out of their money. He's top G, and he's the alpha for all of these sad boys that need to I will. Honestly, it's like, it's the kind of things, it, look, it's the kind of thing that women do when they're like, I'm going to buy exercise videos, like in the 90s when they had, still had VHS, VHS tapes, and everyone would buy exercise videos. Mm. And then no one would do the exercises. But they have like a stack of tenure, a lot of people like that. Um... You'll buy your way into looking like an aerobics model. So it's the same thing. But he's been catfishing everyone, right? So he's been fishing everyone and, and cleaning uh, cleaning out their wallets. Meanwhile, it's a completely different hustle. And I find that really <laughs> amazing. I had to put those pictures together. Because our the supposed the enemy of the West and the enemy of the liberal world and democracy and every, you know, uh, the boogeyman is out fishing, taking PR shot <laughs> to show everybody that he's a reliable 
stoic masculine archetype and, and you know by presenting mm. these images to the public because it, it it works i mean you you look at them and you think yeah he looks like what he's what he's doing and fulfilling his role as the political patriarch of the the russian russian federation but in the at, at least in that example he is out of other people's lives to a degree that requires him to do something to help them. Mm. So, well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about this simply on the level of of image. Yeah, and that we had Novak Novak on the balcony with his tennis racket without his shirt on, <laughs> and now we have Putin, who back in back in the previous picture is dressed in the the usual costume of the you know the the men of the world which i i've yes. also i've also been thinking about how um you know absolutely boring the modern men's clothing is it's like you, you maybe get a fa- you maybe get a fancy tie but you know beau brummel has a lot to answer for it's interesting that the way the british conquer the world is make all the men dress in the most boring way possible Oh wait, so don't tell Milo that because you know you can have very well cut suits from Savile Row and stuff like that. But it's it's like the 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 um the performative glamour or or prestige or power is as you were saying the the Australians were walking around as if behaving like they're in office casual or something. But even when all of these heads of state are dressed up, you know they don't get to have you know military uniforms with lots of medals and things like that they have to if they're if they're going to play the power game now they have to dress like these business guys with the plainest yes. suits they can possibly find and very plain ties and i mean putin and putin and xi in in this picture i mean you could tell the difference because they're standing in front of different flags but otherwise one's taller than the other i don't know i mean i want shaman guys with hats on and paint and you know sticks that you shake and and that, <laughs> that there's some kind of performative magic or you know at least the pope with his red shoes for goodness sake it's 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 interesting how you know, we we're in this visual rhetoric of the most powerful people have the least distinctiveness. Yes, because they look like they. It's like like everyone's dressed like they're bank employees. They're they're dressed like they're what? They're they're dressed like they're bank employees. Yes. Well, maybe even they in, are. Even... Maybe mm. they are. <laughs> Like even the socialists. I mean, G. Uh, am I pronouncing that right? Because I need to learn. I'm my pronouncing Mandarin it the way I, you do. You do. Now. I'm, I'm going with the way Vox seems to say it. So we were going. <sighs> K- Casey so says depressing. conformity couture. I'm going to yes. end up streaming while I'm getting invaded by China, and you guys are going to be watching me throughout the whole thing, having a nervous breakdown in public on the internet. <laughs> anyway we'll be here for you we'll be here for you we've gotten we've gotten thirty dollars in 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 uh super chats tonight <laughs> yeah I, I need to drink some more of it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be <clears throat> i'll stock up on my russian vodka maybe i'll start to talk like this they'll 
go easy on me. But I need to get back to fencing to practice and fence with all my Russian friends. But carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they're supposed to be uber nationalists and they're dressed identically. They're not, not in ethnic costume. Right. G G He just looks like this guy who works for a bank. Same with the Russian Ch Chad, who should be wandering around like he's, uh, you know, half step people, half uh, Orthodox Roman emperor. You know, something. you expect something a yes, little bit exactly. more of a zhuzh, but <laughs> no, same thing. You can't tell the nations apart. You can't even tell the leaders of the nations look the same. That's how much they've homogenized. Quite funny uh, that they're anti-global homo because they're not in ethnic dress. <laughs> well, these guys, I mean, so whatever they are, and, and we, can, we can admit that, A, probably what my colleagues on campus, except for maybe John Mearsheimer, although I, I think his politics are not mine, but that's okay. Um, that you know all all of these guys they're all controlled out of that same business school thing that i yeah. can't remember what is it at harvard philosophically or literally well we don't know do we mm -hmm. because as everyone loves showing it's like putin has gone to you know, a lot of the same meetings and the wef and the this and that i forgot i mean it's like why should we pay any attention if in fact all of these organizations just blend into one single organization that has you know different flags on the walls of the different buildings where they happen to meet in different parts of the mm. world but that they are in fact a single entity and that even this with xi and, and putin apparently standing up against the west i mean people are also saying it's like biden's never going to go against xi he works for him I, the, yeah. the degree to which we actually have Okay, so I mean, what's I, funny, I, what, I what's funny about this is I'm not even sure the people of the world are that much against each other, except for, and this maybe goes in, in, in too weird of a place because there clearly are contests between nations going on, like actual, you know, animosities between peoples. But the the major one constantly is showing it's the people against their own governments. Which is what those shaman are supposed yeah, to be demonstrating. That to be... Yeah, that seems to be more common. But what are we actually against? If we're against our own governments, what are we actually against? I'm not against my government. I just don't know where they've gone. Hmm. You know? Because we have got we have constitutional uh, parliament. Yeah, we're supposed to British Parliament. The sovereign of the country is King Charles. So, in my mind, uh, I, I I sort of think, where is the sovereign? You know, when right. people are often having discussions about their government in a Republican frame of mind, but I'm not in that frame of mind. I'm a monarchist living in a pseudo monarchy. It's not clear how you would even class it. It's just, it's mm. odd being a Commonwealth uh, subject. See, I almost said citizen. See how they get you? I will publicanism. Um, 
it's it's very odd being a Commonwealth subject because we strange kind of vague. Yeah, uh, we're living uh, we're living in that vague, uh, strange uh, state where we're kind of a uh, kind of a monarchy. But we're behaving like a democratic republic culturally because we've been so Americanized with the British Britishness left in us to function like a British uh, British colony. But we're still officially kind of a British colony, even though we were given independence. But it's not real independence because it's a foreigner. And then mm. in all of this mixture, we've got people arguing over globalization, which doesn't make sense because australian means you've been globalized right like i met a british guy the other day his car had broken down uh not far from here and uh i said oh you're brit and he said uh yeah i'm from derbyshire are you are you british i said no he said where are you from from yeah he wouldn't know because you know that's the extent australian uh so i went on a tangent but i was going somewhere with this. well i i feel like we found all of the really important things and and to, and to do it, it it feels like we're we're fighting fog right yeah it's, is, just, is, is, is the problem a, masculinity a... is the problem I mean, so mel, mel is saying we're against usury yes the, 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 I mean, some of a, a lot of I think what we're against is this feeling of utter loss of identity, which is yeah. the, our saying that we've taken yeah. the masks off, whatever roles that we were playing. And I mean, I, I as I as, you know, a professor at this university that has people that it's not the Kennedy School of Government. Um, um, it's it's something else. It's a different it's a different entity. Um, it, it, I think it's appropriate that I can't remember because it's like it was uh, my main impression in reading this article was these people have so much power and I've never even heard of them. Yeah. So there is this vagueness to everything. I'm talking about how much money they have, how many boards they sit on, how many, mm. you know, government appointments they've had, how many business arrangements they've they've been party to and and saying Wow. And every so often I think of myself as moderately important because I don't know, I teach at a big university, but I'm clearly not right. I'm clearly this, this, you know, in, in the influencer world. I mean, anybody that we know that we can see, I mean, bless his heart, even Milo, none of us have the, whatever it is that ends up with being able to make Novak have to wear a mask. But what is it that made Novak have to wear that mask? Or going back, you know, that the Tate, he wants to be an alpha guy, mm -hmm. right? I've got, I've got Tate holding his Koran and, 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 you know, being taken into court, I think, in Romania, right? And, and Putin fishing. The, the fishing is happening. Tate wants to train men to be alpha. What does that even mean? Training to be an alpha man. You should be at this government, this, this, Harvard school thing that I can't remember what it is. Yeah. I could probably look it up, but that would that would kill my my sort of vagueness, which is card of our point today. Yeah, it's odd. It's like a hustle is denial of class. It's a denial mm. that class exists. It's a denial that there are classes that you will never be a part of. 
which would be normal and healthy if we were living in a normal kind of cultural environment, but we have this strange pseudo-equality that's opposed of everything. So the people that are making decisions on whether or not Novak has to wear that at the same time presenting in public in hiking gear, but then we know that they're not really influential as everybody they are because uh, they're not, uh, you know, they they haven't been uh, decisions that would have led someone like Cardinal Pell to you know, end up on trial for uh, the scandal that he was on trial for. So right. we're kind of in this whole of mirrors environment. And uh, it's a it's potentially an uncomfortable thing to admit that there are strata uh, our civilization that we will never see that we will never be able to access. Uh, instead of having the people that we want influencing us on a balcony, I think that's the most important, mm. like powerful part of the imagery that uh, we we put together with Novak and and Pope Benedict on the balcony because we want to see leader in the open. We want to see We're the leader craving. in the open. Yes, yes, that's yeah. very, very. That's great. And Tate refuses to be anywhere but out in the open he's he's well he purposefully engineered a a, a public career or if you can call it that but he, mm. he purposefully engineered public persona university and so there and i'm going to be everywhere plaster me all over the internet put me on tiktok and put me on all of these uh, other social right. apps and get me in the algorithms i want to be uh out in front as i'm saying this with you it's to me, to me that's the attraction with him because i think that he was actually were... public or there so I, I flip back and forth our next our next image is this australia guy who i have no idea who is but he's shaking hands with a g i think <laughs> that's our prime minister Who's he? Wait, wait. Nobody we've got, we've got, cares. Nobody cares. I have no idea who he is. They both he's, are wearing, it's like he's got a light tie. She has a dark tie, a purple tie, kind of. Less uh, depressing a public figure than the woman who was prime minister of the UK for like 16 days or whatever it was. <laughs> you remember? There was a Liz, female prime minister. Her, was it Liz? She's not flying very well. Yeah, Trust, who cares? Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed I remember boring that boring one. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that sad? <laughs> Not the first one. Made her presence very, uh, very, very felt where she was, but they had to get rid of this one because uh, she wasn't working out very well. So 
this guy, that's Anthony Albanese. I've now forgotten his I'm name completely. completely. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. We're seeing Xi with Putin. Right. Uh, you know, horse riding, fishing, uh, fishing Putin. This guy who no one knows at all. I mean, he looks like he just walked out of a a, a job in the, the post office. Like, there's no there's nothing about him signals that he's carrying the great weight of uh, the responsibility of governance over a country. Nothing. Nothing signals it whatsoever. This is the man. Possibly because he's not. I mean, it's like, this is, this is the problem. So I'm thinking back to. They're um, not, but they're not even trying. They're not even know? trying. Like, the, the degree to which. No the the popes the popes that I'm not impressed by because I can't remember who they are and I'm not really I mean the the degree to which a bureaucracy creates the structure for the office I mean once you've created a sufficiently complex bureaucracy the bureaucracy itself is the thing that's in power and the person yeah. who happens to be sitting in the the hat at the time I mean that's what why Benedict resigned allegedly at least according to Milo um, that he he felt like he couldn't influence anything even though he was Pope. Mm. Well, I talked about uh, this with you in one of our previous stories. I said I refused to blame the government for what happened. I blame the bureaucracy. And people were very confused about why I made that distinction. Right. How can you say the bureaucracy and not the government? But they're not. I just couldn't formulate it in a, in a way that was clear. The bureaucracy is it's, <laughs> it's a zombie. It's movie it is a, it is a zombie because everybody does yeah they do their jobs they know that what they do matters but the the sort of i mean this this sort of feeling of there is not the you know it's not even golem because a golem would be like a robot um that there is this entity in control that nobody is there's no human mm -hmm. being that is actually making any of these decisions there is, so there's a kind of folks i mean it's like folks bureaucracy that is even more terrifying than the mob because the mob at least has a like physical reality that people gather together in the plazas or in the streets the bureaucracy doesn't gather anywhere no no it's just uh It's just like streetlights, you know, it, 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 it's something that's always there that functions that you don't have, you can't interact with it. You know, there's no interactivity between the people and the bureaucracy because the people are the bureaucracy, you know, the bureaucracy is comprised of the people in, in this strange kind of like partnership, but the mob can have a shaman running around screaming in it. The bureaucracy can't have that. It's not going to be uh... ever. Hmm. And see, this this is the thing with the, with the image of our our prime minister. Everybody was 
shocked that he was elected, but not really. Just like a lot of people from around the world are shocked, but not really shocked that the you know the elections went the way they went. Uh, but he's so un- that. <laughs> You know, at least I I still can't remember his name. Is he like uh, forgets things openly? You know, you've got openly demented person. Like dementia is in the White House, right? Right. That's his credit. He's just (laughs) get Alzheimer's. Get interesting. You know, nothing. There's nothing there. Uh, He's he's a party man. You know, it's like every Mm. every everything his party says. He's uh it's just like yeah the, the the bureaucracy is now uh there to the point where uh even the the leader of the country just behaves in a, in a kind of bean counter uh, way so having the the news or the the prediction that you know we may be in conflict with our asiatic neighbors to the north very soon um i for like 15 minutes the people here are not ready for that we we don't have the we don't have the sense currently uh to argue openly in public about the behavior of a tennis player let alone mm. a serious conversation about national sovereignty. You know, like, action has been squashed. It's, it's like, uh, maybe this is why we're dooming. Maybe this is why everything feels... But it's like we've entered the bureaucracy. In- mm-hmm. No aberration can exist in it. So you, the, the zombie, the like the zombification process of everything of life itself is just sort of without anyone necessarily voting for it to happen. Right. And then proposing that this by conflict, you know, like by a international conflict or something, or even just talking about an international conflict that's happening between Russia and the Ukraine seems doubly terrifying because I think deep down everybody knows that uh, nobody is is ready to handle that level of conflict. They can't even handle the conflict. Uh, you told me to mask. You're acting like a complete bastard for two years. I don't want to see you ever again. Right. Minor interpersonal conflicts now have become so terrifying that people don't want to do it. So we don't talk about last year. We're only in the present now. Forget about forget about that because that's going to cause too many problems. And even in the even the, the official institution uh, that wanted to remove him is telling everybody to squash uh, the dissent. So it's like the democratic to suppress aberration to suppress, which is human suppress personal conflict has to be suppressed at all costs. It's this is a very artificial cohesiveness that's being imposed on everybody, which I find personally terrifying because I really like conflict. But health in a healthy way, uh, and clearly this is Tate's secret to success. That's his secret sauce. Teach you how to 
how to engage in massive conflict and, and not care at all. <laughs> well, Tate, I mean, in that sense, Tate is, is, is like Novak, right? They both play games. And, and I mean, Novak, Novak is, is exciting. And it, it, you know, he's had the, the, the game against wearing the mask or being vaccinated, but he also is, you know, the theater of the sport that is, is conflictual. Um, well, it's a sport. So again, we're combat in non-combative. It's, it's just this right. very strange contrast, right? Tate was combative because he was a kickboxer. So at the very least, there is an mission combative element to life in that particular sporting arena right you're in the ring no i like sports blood. i mean i think it's it's it's, yeah, it's interesting it's, though when sports become it it's like you've you've taken the the game part and made it the serious and there's no mm. serious left and and we're not sure what it is so what would it be serious i have another showing another juxtaposition here you have is this is this your your prime minister character guy with the his mom is that uh, is that um, the same is person? He in the shirt that's in eighties print. Yes, Ju yeah, juxtaposed with another of Putin with his shirt off, but this one's a rather different setting. Which one is Putin? He's 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 wet, and he's got oh. a, there, there's a, there's <laughs> there's an icon behind him of a mother and son. Yeah, yeah, son. I had to. Do I, I like this juxtaposition. I thought this was very interesting. Well, for everyone that doesn't know, so the prime minister's name Albanese, Albanese, Albanese is a. It's an Italian name, but mm. he didn't grow up Italian. So his, his mom ended up pregnant. <laughs> the soap opera of Australia. You're getting the ghost. His mom <laughs> got pregnant with him when she was on a cruise liner on holiday and had a fling with who works on the boat okie dokie yeah he's a love boat baby so, he's a love boat baby <laughs> yeah council housing with an italian surname but never having contact with his italian father i think he, mm. he met him once down and went to italy to find him so that is a picture of the, the psychological content of our prime minister so he has uh, disconnected from patriarchy from birth, and uh, not just disconnected from patriarchy, but completely disconnected from heritage. Right. Putin, on the other hand, doesn't have those issues. So I. Uh, thinking about the difference in the two of them and the the feeling that we're presented with in Australia here is that okay our, we, we have a man leading the country she's frozen again while she figures out that she's frozen again um, standing outside says thank you and I enjoy the streams thank you for your support um it's not the Ash Center at Harvard. I'm going to have to look it up. Isaiah and Annie say, it's sad we don't have any cultural advocates in the church. Well, I think what we're what we're trying to do right now is figuring out what that would even look like. What kind of cultural advocate would we need to be able to feel like we, we had one? Um, 
Isaiah and Annie Z, we were sold power and individuality while they stripped away our cultural, communal cultures. Yes. And I, I think what we've been seeing with, for example, the performance of power with they all dress like bankers, we all end up looking the same in the world. What are we actually fighting for in difference, which is, I mean, you know, one of the things that I think Putin is playing with in the the performances that he does in terms of embracing the, the culture of our, our actual church. Um, Paper Dean Bear, were the harsh lockdowns there a way of priming the people for submission? It would seem so, but we're trying to figure out. Um, and but... you're back. <laughs> I've I've been reading. We had another super chat from standing outside, so okay. So we have we 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 we've got our we've got our 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 watchers to get to the point where we recognize that we're trying to figure out where the culture is, and what it would mean, and what it would yeah. even mean to have a culture anymore. We say and 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 this yeah. per, this performance yeah. of masculinity that we've been dancing around. Is, is complicated since all them you know the people allegedly in, in 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 you know with the most power in the world all dress the same and all look like bankers so but... Casey yeah. Albanese's dad is gopher no wait okay oh no that's an internal conversation going on between Mel and Casey Mel says oh. my aunt was a dancer on the love boat on the actual show that's interesting <laughs> okay kilts carry on with your thought what was I thinking about? We were we were talking yeah. about um Alban Albanese and the Albanese, yeah. his 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 lack of fatherhood, his lack of contact with his his patriarchal ancestral culture, if if any. He, uh, damn, like he doesn't speak like a wog, right? No, like, like he grew up with. He just he's got totally different vibe. Um. And uh, so proposes himself as a champion of the, the left, you know, like hard left. I mean, Australia doesn't have a right. <laughs> really, there's like 15 of us. Uh, <laughs> you know, in terms of monarchists and then the ones that everyone calls like the far right, which are just, you know, they're all fake. But, um, you know, the leftists are like, uh, they're all equality and whatever and women in power. So he's there and he's Mr. Equality, but he's running the country uh, with this kind of background and, and uh, seems, seems to be really ill ill-fitting in the role. So, because he's emphasizing non-threatening, emphasizing that he's a non-threatening male presence, is mm. yet this doesn't work on the world stage. It, you know, it would work for him as a leading one of the states or territories here because you can be uh, bumbling and competent. Uh, Rock Hudson type if you're leading a state but if you're leading a country and you're up against people that are uh, pro uh, promoting a version of themselves to their people as like Putin you know the Putin model leader which is I'm going to bathe in freezing water <laughs> this is the, uh, the epiphany 
plunge that he takes every year. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, that that wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. A, it was a. It was a really. Emphasizing, I'm. I'm following the tradition. I'm following the. Uh, I'm following the patriarchate uh, of the Russian Church, declaring his orthodoxy, his fidelity to tradition. He has the icon of behind him in that picture, which is not, oh, yeah. a, not an accident. Uh, everything about him generates a sense of uh, continuity and security and the structure of like uh, of, of knowing clearly who he is ethnically. And He's opposite to Albanese, who is terrified right. of looking... Uh, the least bit ethnic, although he will use it, of course, his advantage happens by a complete accident to have this connection to Italy. Mm-hmm. He milks it, right? So that's his, uh, you know, I'm not white, I'm ethnic. <laughs> because, well, you know, as I've told you, that's how it is here, right? So the, uh, the, this is his kind of sh- yeah, and he's second in uh, second in command in terms of his um uh politics uh uh you know leverage team is his uh, foreign minister Penny Wong. Mm. Oh, she's in that previous picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is where the odd crossover happens. I was, I, I was kind of meditating on what it means to actually live in a country where we don't have strong, have a kind of a uh, strong understanding even of what that looks like because all the leaders are dressed like they're going for a hike, <laughs> 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 not running a country. Um, Present to the public versus the internal right. side. You know, this is a big part of uh, Chinese culture as well. Is that you know, it's all about face. You have to maintain it. We're in denial of that until COVID. Then it's, it's all sort of <laughs> kind of waking up to the, what we are actually operating like. We care about face more than we thought we did. Um, anyway, so he's got Penny Wong. Penny Wong has been famous for a long time in Australia as an out-of-the-closet lesbian. She has a, a wife or something, and she's always the kind of darling of the, the feminists because it's like, oh, Penny Wong, she's got the perfect politics and she's, you know, she's uh, living with a woman, blah, blah, blah. Where I find this really funny is Penny Wong is of Chinese descent. Her name. But... <laughs> Now we've got a Chinese woman or a woman of Chinese descent to the point where she's apex liberal, the, 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 the apex uh, liberal lifestyle. She's hit the peak, right? So she's mm. ended the liberal hierarchy. She couldn't do this in China and have the career that she's had here. It would not fly. So we've got a half Italian <laughs> leading the country with a foreign minister <laughs> with this kind of um, lifestyle who's representing to uh, Asian neighbours to the north two of those being 
China and Russia. Not the most LGBT friendly nations on earth. Uh, it's so funny. I just find this really <laughs> humorous. And when people are when people are talking about potential Chinese invasion, I was kind of laughing because it's like the Chinese were invaded the Mongolians, they Mongolians them out. And then I'm thinking, hold on a second. Who were the Mongolians in this situation? Because we have someone who's come from Chinese culture, which is very, uh, you know, entrenched in respect for elders and ancestors mm. and tradition and public face. And, uh, you know, like if you're not, if you're a Chinese woman and you're not married by 25, you're, you're done. Uh, it's kind of bad. West moved into, you know, the, the far, far west. Australia, which is so west, it's now east, mm. but has westernized and ascended the ascended the hierarchy. But they've ascended the hierarchy of the liberals. So, who inv you know who's going to invade who? This is the thing that I find really confusing now. Right. This was kind of the white pill in my because I don't know if it's a black and white. I'm not sure if our northern neighbours can survive exposure to us. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to Well, indeed. I mean, there's, there's I sort of... I don't know if they're going to survive it. Chinese students come out. They're the biggest international partner. Right. One of our biggest markets in the entire Australian economy is international students from China. Yes. Who come here and who are on the razor's edge of almost westernizing and not quiet and then almost westernizing and not quiet and the process you know over the last like a little while with the way they dress the way they behave they are westernizing while they're here their uh particular lifestyles which they can live here but cannot do out of the closet now. so there is there's so much going on down here that is not uh the strong nationalism that is being by these particular political leaders i don't think it's that simple i i you're i'm I don't sure sure you're absolutely right that there's not I mean, this is what we said. We don't, I mean, the, the people that I know from Russia at my fencing club are obviously here, not mm -hmm. in Russia um, or in the Ukraine. And so their take on exactly, because they, they left and, and, you know, came to live in, in the United States, um, whether or not Putin is or isn't the, the hero that he's, you know, performing in yes. The, these kinds of photo shoots, I, I, I grant is difficult for me to understand. I mean, the, 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 yeah. So what you're, you're sketching though, is this possibility that even between what's his name, Alba Macy and Putin, the, 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 the sort of dilution of masculinity that we in the West have so, you know, effectively cultivated could even affect Putin 
that this this makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I saying the Russians gonna, I know are fencers. Like, Come on, it's like they, they talk about sport, right? It's like you know this, this combative one-on-one sword play. I want them to have some kind of fire and masculinity. Otherwise, what would I? How? Who will I bout with? Yes. <laughs> well, I. I mean, I hope it never happens, but. Uh, I mean. Say if if anybody uh, wants to retain their uh, culture up there, you know, North North Asia, because I, I know we're technically Oceania, but it's a, it's a strange. Uh, we've I don't know this continent's weird, but um, in in South South Asia, uh, isn't it schizophrenic? It's so schizophrenic being an Australian. Uh we're so confused. So down here. To come down and to and sort of the more exposure that they have with us, the more like us they're getting. She mm. and Putin dress the same. <laughs> yes, I mean it's exactly. so well, interesting. They can't. They cannot. As I, I, you pointed out, as nationalist as they are, you know, we are claiming they are that they don't adopt costume other than the British imperial banker costume is kind of interesting. Like they can't, yeah. they, 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 they are still so much bound up in that system. They can't abandon the, the costume. Yep. They still, they still stick to the facade. Because he didn't care. Right. He was out in full, uh, you know, madam dress. Stared at the same way the shaman was, the Q shaman was at Jan 6. Because yep. that, that would be just as shocking to everybody. That's a real, genuine refusal of globalism. We're not even going to want to look like you people anymore. We're just going to do our own thing. But no one's really willing to do that. So the best, the best Putin could do is be shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, like, that's what he's off. famous for, right? All the shirtless photos. Yeah. He might as well be, you know, Captain Kirk. So he <laughs> got his shirt off again. And that that it it's, it's or Novak with no shirt on, right? That the, the, the yeah. strongest representation they can have is no culture, no clothes. Well, what I find interesting is when those two particular men take their shirts off, they reveal that they're wearing the cross. Mm. See, interesting uh nice that imagery they take off the western costume yeah and then they reveal their orthodoxy underneath it which i I find that very interesting and their baptismal clothes as it were (laughs) yes yes yeah 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 so I don't know. I I, I don't. Uh, I, I'm well, not going to. Doom, I'm, are... I, I'm not going to doom about an invasion that I think is actually happening in reverse. If I must be very honest. Well, we have some it. pictures. You also included some pictures of protesters, and oh, yeah. protesters getting shot with silly string or pepper spray or something. Oh no, that's a yeah. That's... Who, who, chemical uh the the top or the the hong kong is that hong kong or is that in in australia that was china 
that was the COVID China. Protest in China. Yeah. Yep. And the COVID protest in Australia, they got, you got, got shot at. Yeah, we got shot oh. at and trampled and sprayed with chemicals and all sorts of fun things were happening. But the media were very vicious about the protesters in mm. Australia and they were lionizing the Chinese anti mandate protests. It was amazing. Uh, in this in the same in the same like, like turbo bipolarity that public that they deported a diplomatic tennis star we we pivoted from uh, passionate hatred standing up against the mandates down here mm to admiring the Chinese for doing exactly the same thing. So no wonder we're confused. I mean, like, there's no, uh, there's no consistency in anything. And the, the, the narrative that we've been living in isn't even consistent. Who Who's good and who's bad right. changes so, so quickly that people are, they're terrified to and clarify it because you can't have public contest we're not allowed to have uh conflict so we're maybe like searching for the courts in all of these uh, ways you know looking at all of these people that we've looked at they're all in court in some uh some way shape or form mm -hmm. because we're conflict anymore well, in this conflict, so you and the other picture you showed me was the uh, this, the Australians are they in front of a the temple looking like building? Oh yes, that's down in Melbourne. That's at the uh, the war. So that's uh, that's the biggest war memorial in in Australia. It's called the Shrine of Remembrance. Mm. Uh, it's it was erected for the soldiers that fought in the Great War for the Empire. <laughs> So that's our imperial mo monument uh, for the entire country. It's interesting. The uh, I've been inside. There's a replica of the Ark of the Covenant inside the shrine. And for some reason, no idea why. We're going to have to talk about that some other time. <laughs> Someone to go and take a photo of it. But, uh, Very interesting. It is. It is. Uh, so so uh, that's how nation views its national covenant the binding narrative the binding myth of australia was that shrine it was the sacrifice mm. of the men for in we have this military mythology that exists to keep us all cohesive otherwise without that without that shrine we have absolutely nothing keeping us the country nothing whatsoever and so uh, when the, the protests were really bad on there, the, the people were getting shot at and, and sprayed. And then they said, right, we have to run somewhere that won't be desecrated. Uh, we have to go somewhere where we're not going to get shot mm. or sprayed uh, because the optics will be so bad. No, nobody will, uh, nobody will be a ceasefire and, we can talk. So they all ran to the shrine. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, it didn't work. 
uh, they ended up getting shot out at the shrine, uh, sprung, uh, chased around. Day the following days, of course, it was very similar to the Kushan situation. Mm -hmm. Then. memorial and to, you know there's no, no place for how dare they disrespect the memory of all the soldiers that the the, the memorial is there for etc but uh interestingly kind of exposing that that's australia's uh holy place that's australia's temple it's uh the the memory of, of like militarism so and yet you're not allowed to fight. No. Now the so the shrine element was similar with the Q shaman that you know that the sacredest place is the apparently Congress, yes. <laughs> um, which you know whose major function is voting money for war. Um, mm. This we're no closer to finding. I mean, like we, the, the, I'm sorry, got you know, guys. There's no white pill tonight because we can't figure it out. No. The, the, we're saying, and we have we had one last image of Tate contrasted with a man who has um, served. How how does he lose his limbs? Oh yeah, so the killed guy. Mm. Uh, I forget his name, but someone posted that link in DCR last week. Uh, I kept it because I I, I love the image. He was serving in Afghanistan. He had a wife and some kids with his first wife. Mm. He drove over UD, the explosive devices that are in the ground. Legs were blown off. And so he went through a very, very long recovery. The woman in that picture that is standing next to him was his nurse in hospital. She nursed him while he was um, recovering from the surgeries. And uh, they didn't see each other for some time. His marriage, his first marriage split up. His first wife left him because of the, uh, what was happening after the injuries. Uh, and then he reconnected with the nurse and they got mm. together and they're getting married. It's a very happy story. But I, I, I like the image because, uh, I mean, he has no legs. Mm. Uh, he walks around. <laughs> and he lost his legs fighting for his country and just just so much image but the woman standing next to him looks really happy like mm. uh yeah she looks really happy then the other image that's next to it andrew tate with his legs that made him money like this this was kind of the contrast that I wanted to go in. Hmm. We're in a post-militarized culture that established itself through this mythology that we were virtuous because we were willing to sacrifice ourselves to empire. Yep. Not allowed. We're actively told not to engage in conflict, even in an interpersonal conflict or a social conflict when it comes to a social issue or our opinion of a tennis player who we previously supported 
<laughs> you know, there. We're calling. No, she's lost. Come back, come back, come back. We need to. We need to find Tate. Yes. Yeah, so, paper reading bear says Tate is standing next to a mirror, like his image is his beloved. Exactly right. That the the juxtaposition of the the man who lost his legs with his nurse, as compared with Tate, who is basically himself reflected. It, you know, in the, this the, the, this reflection, 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 mirror problem. Um, we're hoping that Kilts, Kilts gets herself back on. No, I can't believe that Kilts, she was, she was building this all up, right? We are in this culture that's supposed to be founded on fighting with this fake fight. Here she comes back and you're back. Hello. Very good. Yeah. Carry on that thought. I didn't, I, I tried not to keep talking. <laughs> I can barely hear you. Um, I can hear you. Fin finish what you were saying. Cause you were, you would, you'd round it up with what Tate was doing and what the, the veteran is doing. Oh yeah, well, we're we're living in anti-conflict culture that still expects us to celebrate that we're capable of conflict, and the um, you know Tate is pitching himself as a hyper confrontational alpha who doesn't care mm. and he's out that you know like I, I, he, he's made a career to his masculinities that he can kind of divide and give to everybody else like some kind of weird anti-Eucharist <laughs> and then, then the killed guy with no legs his legs fighting for his country lost his wife and because he lost his legs fighting for his country mm -hmm. so he's demonstrated complete uh, you know even his body and like a willingness to put his life on the um uh, and it's just the contrast between those two images. Like we've got the same, which is to fight. We've got the same expectation. Mm. Um, in both, uh, but no one knows what to fight for anymore. No one knows who they're fighting for. No one knows what to fight for. No one knows who they're fighting. It's like ambiguity of everything. And because of this, this is strange uh, inability to define um, what we want in, in because you know it's like okay we know they're supposed to be in conflict but conflict over what Tate doesn't even have a woman in his photo with him no one loves him in this picture you know he's looking at himself in a mirror and you can see behind there's another reflection of him because this is infinite bounce where he's just staring at him so he's He's his own admirer, uh, mm -hmm. whereas the kill guy, you know, has a woman who nursed him to help him, climb and, uh, you know, uh, they're very happy. But uh, we're, we're in a position at the moment where uh, all of these kinds of... Uh, Masculine presences have emerged. They're all fighting. We're not sure who or what or why. Um, 
So, yeah, I think probably that. I, Where I, we I, are. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it got really bad when we were binging the Hayes Code movies because we were like, okay, I mean, you said it, you were expecting the romance and everything and you wanted the pretty dresses, but mm-hmm. I was like, okay, at least I get some vintage masks I can just like uh, enjoy the, uh, the memory of that for, for And then it wasn't even there. So we're thinking, oh my God, not even the films are going to give this to us. Where do we, where, wait a bit, but what do we actually want? It's just very strange. Indeed. So we're kind of stuck right now in the doom spiral. I know conflict is the heart of this all. I know it's about courts. I know it's about contest and conflict. Mm. That's the only thing that I've settled on in this dis- like discussion and, and you know getting the images together and everything and why people have been so emotionally reactive to the men like Tate or Novak or the Pope or uh, Pope Benedict or Cardinal Pell. It's like all of these people are scandalous public conflict, but we're not really sure exactly why everyone's got a different... a different uh, frame um, I don't know if even that makes sense that makes perfect sense and I think we just have to stop because I mean we're back we're back to the shamans and we we know <laughs> something powerful is happening and Jordan Peterson is in retraining and Andrew Tate's in jail <laughs> and our own local celebrities or influencers are, well, Milo will soon be celebrating hopefully his second year anniversary of, of one particular absence of practice, which he was trying to show in Diabolical was a problem. Um, this is this is where I at least I think we have a clear description of the moment. And I was going to say one dragon slayer is having some success. Mel will understand why. Where where so. shall we find a savior? <laughs> to be continued. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we just have to stop, right? Because this is, we are in this place where we can feel the fog and that's about it. And I think the the courts and the the contest and the masculinity, we need to keep thinking about this. Mm. I mean, there are some fairly obvious solutions. Yes, it's Christ. However, (laughs) I'm not sure we're going to get there by the route that the the sort of catechetical here's the answer, look at the Pope, is going to get us. It, that's not going to work. It's not mm. the Pope. No, it feels like we know the answer. But not the path? We know the destination. Yeah, 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 exactly. We know the destination, but we're like, we're trudging to Mordor and we have no idea how we're going to get there. 
Yep. I'd say that's the truth. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the, the happy thing that happened tonight is we got our first super chat. So we are now officially true internet celebrities. Thanks everyone. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We will carry on to be continued next time in the Mosaic Arc. Good night.